Last time on Dice Funk. He's going to eject from the Mastiff directly onto the cockpit door of the NJD. Rita, R-I-T-A. She is an Aarakocra hummingbird. Save your friends and family. Don't kill us. Big Star symbolically wants the Red Wolf to burn in the fires here. I, I, th- I think it should burn with the fires, but I think it should be allowed to evacuate people first, and we will track it down and burn it to hell afterwards, but... Uh, let's break his wrist. How about you treat me like an adult? You were responsible for me when I was little because I was little, but I'm an adult now and I'm my own person and you can't just keep acting like I'm supposed to be some extension of you because guess what? I never will be. All right, I'll treat you like an adult then. This is how adults get treated. And he backhands you. See about that other wrist. (laughs) Okay. Like he's going to slap me and you break it (laughs) midair. Yeah. So she can send um, a, a group of people to another plane. She tells you she can only do it once. So if she sends you all to Acheron, you'll have to find a you'll have to find a teleportation gate to come back. You're its master. Oh, I am. Why don't you try giving this thing an order, like telling it actively to take us to Cassius and Adler, maybe? This time, I have your bitch. Oh, ha, 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 very funny. I shoot him. Oh, I love you. Last left this adventure, <laughs> the team found Colonel Cassius Pyre on a battlefield of bodies and swords, and he was sitting atop uh, some corpses, and the team snuck up on him with a really good stealth roll, and then they all broke stealth. Uh, hey, not all of us. I'm still in stealth. <laughs> yeah, the captain is hiding amongst the bodies with her shotgun ready. I-, I got like a 30 in stealth. I ain't letting that go to waste. Exactly. Uh, so Sasha ran up, said, Fight me, you bitch! Yeah, where, where's my money, Dracula? And bitch then better di- have my money! <laughs> Slash doctor. And then Big Star opened fire. So, I told you way, way earlier in this campaign that if you tried to fight Cassius, this would happen. So now I get to live up to my word. Big Star opens fire on Cassius. And as a reaction, Cassius teleports inside of Big Star, killing him instantly. Except, cool. except... Catch you guys we, next season. Except, except we have the, the, the contacts. So, in character, Big Star looks down and sees a ghostly form f- that has popped into his chest, a, a premonition of sorts, seeing exactly where Cassius is going to teleport into his body so that he's exploded from the inside. Uh, out of character, Big Star has the ability at two, as a reaction, move five feet in any direction. Yeah, I think I'll just be exploded. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Chris. Nah, I'll move five feet. 
Do I have to re-roll? Because I rolled a hit and really good damage. Uh, you rolled a hit and you shot. So Big Star runs up, aims his cannon right at him, fires. The shot was perfectly on target and he just teleports away. So no, you don't hit. And Cassius teleports across the battlefield to where Big Star was standing and Big Star just rolls out of the way. Nah, he just power leaps. Power leaps? Is that like when you yeah. you stack all of the barbell thing? Not the barbells, the the It's a it's like some CrossFit shit. Yeah. Where you do a standing jump onto successfully larger boxes. I'm sorry, is is the is the idea of a minotaur uh, somersaulting out of the way less immersion breaking? No, you can mock Arena out of the way if you want. I I just want you to help me tell the story to the audience. I'm going to roll out of the way and I want to shoot him in his fucking bird dick. (laughs) Oh, not the bird dick. That's a cloaca. I'm going to shoot him in his whatever hole. Okay, let's put the hole shooting on him. Pause for a second. Uh, He tries to teleport inside you. You uh, do a cool move out of the way, whatever you want. You you floss dance out of the way. Well, oh, that's the. That's I'm the really thing. pleased with the the attention to dental hygiene this new generation is showing. It's uh... fucking kill me. The Venga bus is not coming, Lauren. Oh, can I you dance should. out of the way like the old guy from the Six Flags commercials? Say thank you. See. He wasn't actually old, and this was a heartbreaking detail to find out that it was a young guy at old man prosthetics. No. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was like finding out Santa Claus wasn't real. Where you're just like, the fucking magic's gone. Let's see here. What's roll initiative? I think you guys are going to want to fight him, huh? Yeah. I think I think that's what's happening. 16. Suck nuggets. <laughs> Five. Big star. It's big star and Cassius up first. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They're the ones. Good job, Dice. Getting... I'll, I'll go last because I'm in sneaky position. I'm I'm taking up my sniper spot. Gotta take the time. All right, so Big Star, you roll out of the way. Cassius teleports to just where you were, and you point your gun at him again because you're first up in the order. He's he turns and looks at you, um, and says, "You're faster than last time." Well, not very fast because I rolled a ten to hit. Yep. Uh, the flavor of this is you try to shoot him point blank with your arm gun, and he drops his graphene wing down in in between the two of you, like wrapping it around the front of his body uh, and blocks the shot. Uh, Graphene, I don't know if I've said this before, uh, can take 100 gigapascals before it breaks, uh, which is, let me check, 14 million pounds per square inch of force. I'm going to punch through that. (laughs) If anyone can punch through it, it sits big style. All right, it is now Cassius's turn. Uh, I want to describe him a little bit more because this scene wasn't. This scene could do with some more setting up. So he is an imperial eagle. He looks extremely bedraggled. His clothes are bloody. He is. Uh, he has one of his eyes put out. Obviously, he has a flag wrapped around his head like a blindfold. He's already bled through it. He has a gun in his holster, one graphene wing, and his throat is fucked up, as you know. Um. So he blocks your shot, Big Star. And he says, Will I have to take another arm to teach you this lesson, Minotaur? Big Star has no words for him at this point. Big Star just wants to kill him at this point. Cassius is going to try to teleport into Sasha because you're the one who talked a big game last time the team met him. Um, He teleports inside of you, killing you instantly. Or does he? It's going to take a couple times for him to figure out what's going on. So 
What do you do? Do you do you Macarena? I would like some Macarena. <laughs> Up. Uh, oh, you can fly. I can fly. He, he can too, but yeah, that's good. So you just take take to the skies of Acheron. I'm gonna go yeet, and uh, yeah. All right. So he comes to like a skidding stop where you were, looks around, perplexed, uh, not used to people dodging this move, and then looks up and sees you, and says, "Perhaps you could be of some use to me after all. Perhaps you could suck my dick. You know, those slain by the dead of Acheron become our servants in the afterlife." Uh, fuck off? Maybe? <laughs> uh, Dreg, the Neogi looks over at you. Uh. It's your turn, Dreg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I'm gonna have... I'm gonna command the Neogi to, uh... Uh, try to deal with Cassius. All right, that's a very good plan. So it's gonna be a... Uh, ten. Uh, Cassius fails, and the Neogi enslaves him. Did this fight just end a lot quicker than we expected? <laughs> no, I mean, legendary. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna use a legendary okay, action okay. to prevent it. Like, there yeah. has to be some catch here. This, uh, you just said it so nicely, you gave me hope. <laughs> yeah, it was really... It's like, yeah, you did it, guys. <laughs> he burns one of his three legendary saves to negate that. If he fails, he can choose to succeed. So the Nyogi does not dominate him, but you did burn through one of his instant uh, nullification things, which is a good start. And also, Dregs has proven something about Acheron and uh, Cassius's motivations, which is good. Um, at the end of Dregs' turn, as a uh, legendary action, uh, Cassius is going to try to teleport into Dreg. And Dreg's just going to take a step back. (laughs) (laughs) So your nose to nose. That's good. So three times, I think he gets it now. He doesn't know how, but he understands that you all, that this party can counteract his teleportation. And he is not happy about that. Sasha, it's your turn. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Uh Uh-huh. What ASMR thing? I think I'm going to have like a snack. Like I had like a... (laughs) bag of cheetos in my pocket i'm just gonna crunch them real loud oh like the the thanos asmr where he tells you his plan but he's on lunch break with some fresh kfc (laughs) (laughs) which i discovered by typing thanos space and that was the first thing that popped up do send me that i'm curious (laughs) i saw a bunch of turtles crunching on some vegetables earlier and it was real good uh 20 he does save it's a 3d6 psychic is he extra susceptible to psychic damage <laughs> because i want it <laughs> we can't every time you guys roll you can't ask for special treatment this was actually well, no, <laughs> Austin, we can ask for special treatment you don't have to give it to us but we can ask for it i know it just reminds me when fifth edition came out one of the criticisms of it was that it uh lent itself very much to players trying to cheat the system and i remember seeing reviews of it and saying like well if you're playing with people who are going to try to do that to you you need to get a better group and then here we are I was just teasing. Uh-huh. So you only did- I did six damage. But you did half, so you did three? He three. He has a uh, one of those ice pick headaches. <laughs> okay, you give him brain freeze mildly by crinkling a bag at him. <laughs> I mean, for crinkling a bag, it's not bad. Okay. Uh, at the end of your turn, legendary action, um, he is going to teleport 
and he's gone. You don't see him. And then he's going to teleport behind you with a sword he plucked out of the ground and try to stab you in the back. Sasha. 25. That's going to hit, definitely. It sure does. Uh, seven damage as he slashes you across the back with a sword he plucked out of the Keyblade graveyard. I hate to be stabbed in the back. It's not great. Melbeck, it's your turn. Okay, if, if I'm in stealth, let's just do the thing. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a my my sniper shot from stealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have two attacks, both with advantage, because you can just rapid fire pull the trigger. Okay, so that first attack is a twenty-four. Hits. And the second attack is a crit twenty-seven. Definitely hits. Melbeck lights him the hell up in the sky. Uh, four plus seven plus six. That's not as good as I had been hoping, but that's what. Seven plus six is 13. 17 damage? Yeah, it could have been a lot better. You got a one on one of those dice, but 17 yeah. ain't nothing to sneeze at. You shoot him in the back and he squawks in pain. Um, at the end of your turn, he's going to teleport away again. And then after a moment where you're not sure where he's going to come from, he teleports above you, Melbeck, and suddenly broken glass is raining down on you. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm good at dexterity. That's that's like my thing. Uh, the most limber hippo in the world. And you get a plus four for... Uh... Uh, 27. <laughs> yeah, that succeeds. Yeah, I get, I, I get a nice shot in, a pirouette out the way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. You only take two damage. I really, oh. really wanged those rolls. A one and a three on D10s. Well, if, if I had to wang my really cool sniper shot, then you can wang your... Uh... <laughs> We're just wanging all over. It wangs everywhere. Yeah, so he teleported back into the Hall of Mirrors, grabbed an armful of broken glass, teleported back, and then let it flechette storm down on you, and you roll out of the way only getting minor nicks and cuts. And it is now uh, Big Star's turn again. Uh, is Cassius on the ground? No, he's in the air. Alright. Uh... He's a bird. <laughs> is he? Huh. Alright. <laughs> Get with Chris this week. I'll roll an attack then. 23 to hit. Absolutely. And 16 damage. Wow. it's a lot of ones and twos. Yeah. It, the damage th- this week isn't being rolled particularly great. Um, So Bigstar, you shoot up and you just like hit him in the feet, I guess. He tries to like spin and block you with his wing, but it's not fast enough. No, nah, I want to shoot him in his good wing. Okay. So you're just going to, that's your strategy for this? Yeah, well, if he was on the ground, I was going to run up and fire my cannon point blank at his good eye. Gosh. Big Star Big Star's going, wants to go really hard on this, but the dice don't seem to understand that. <laughs> All right, he's out of legendary action, so he cannot attack you at the end of your turn, Big Star. However, it is now his turn. And Cassius says, When the doctor brought me back, all I wanted was to share the freedom she granted me. With everyone I could. But now I see a new path. And he raises his arms, and you see several of the bodies he was sitting on before slowly stand up. I don't like it. Okay, he's he's got an army, okay. Uh, two illithids were the bodies he was using as a throne. Their skin is like a jigsaw of burning lines, and you can intuit that they were exploded from the inside in life by Cassius's conduit, and here, their souls are his slaves, because in Acheron, soldiers you kill have to serve you for all eternity. 
This is what we get for not killing everyone. <laughs> the Miyogi looks at Drag. <laughs> just, I'm just going to keep saying that every once in a while. Um, so he says, If I can't bring freedom to the universe, then I will become beyond service. I will make everyone serve me for all time. Did... Do you ever, does anyone who ever makes one of these evil villain speeches, like, do you not hear yourself while you're saying this? I thought that way once as well. But I have experienced death and seen the face of war, and I cannot bear it. Judge me if you will. I know what I am. I really don't think the answer to I don't want any more war is to... To build an army. That's and 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 go. That that that's no, no, no. All right, it is Dreg's turn. Dreg, you see him raise two illithids to fight by his side. He's still in the air. What do you do? I'm going to. Uh, so Dreg's going to command him to land. Okay, and you're going to use the paladin spell command, and I have yeah. to make a. Is that charisma Wisdom saving throw? Wisdom. Yeah. Uh, nine. Hmm. Do I want to burn one? This is a juicy question for me because he's vulnerable on land, but you guys have some pretty vicious saving throws you can make him do. I'm going to risk it for the biscuit and I'm going to make him land. And he says, Soldier, you know of what I speak. Your soul is bound for here as well. I see you've already began to build your army. Dreg looks at the Niyogi. And he looks at Cassius. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you have successfully grounded him. And uh, at the end of your turn, he is going to, uh, instead of attacking you guys with his teleportations, which are not working, he's actually going to order one of the mind flares to mind blast. Ouch. Uh, drag. Intelligent saving throw, remember? That's very unfortunate. You have proficiency on intelligent saving throws because you are part of an illithid hive mind. Which is great. <laughs> it's one of the only ways you're going to get through this. Yes, it is. Uh, it just means I get to roll without a penalty. <laughs> Uh, that's a five. That's not going to be good. It's not going to be good is what it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to fail that one. Well, it was fun. It was. It's been real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake only takes 12 damage. Not the best roll, but you're stunned. So you're going to lose your next turn unless somebody helps you. Uh, the mind flare overwhelms Drake's mind with psychic uh, attacks. Holding one of its hands out to you, its tentacles writhing. You see its entire body is scarred, just uh, all, lines all over it. It's a macabre sight. And it is now uh, Sasha's turn. Oh, yeah, it is. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to cast Shatter. Uh, are all three of them within a 10-foot radius of each other? The Illithids are together. Okay, well, then I'll attack both Illithids. Mm-hmm. That is a constitution saving throw versus 15. Uh, 17, though. I hate it. Yeah. You still do damage. Five. Oops. Not very uh, many. Not very many. You try to blow up the Illithids, and you mildly singe them in legendary action at the end of your turn. They're going to try to mind blast you, Sasha. Intelligence saving throw. No. <laughs> yes, actually. Ah, uh, oh, that's a seven. That's a failure. That's a failure. 
16 damage, and you're going to lose your turn. Damn. Captain Melbeck. Hmm. Okay. The Illithids are still near each other, right? Correct. They just kind of stood up. They were just bodies laying on the ground, and the Cassius was, like, ordered to make them a, a place to sit, basically. And they have taken damage. They have taken damage. Okay, um... I wanna I wanna do one attack attempt at each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a twenty-five and an eleven. I'm assuming one of those hits. Correct, twenty-five hits. Uh, eleven damage. All right, not a bad shot. Uh, and then on top of that, I'm gonna end my turn by using my bonus action to do Hunter's Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna set Hunter's Mark on Cassius. All right, at the end of your turn, Melbeck, uh, Cassius is going to grab a body on the ground, and then teleport above you and try to drop that on you. Dexterity saving throw. Eleven. That's... That's a failure. Yeah. I think that's pretty good considering I rolled almost a botch. (laughs) Yep. Oh, damn. Max damage on two die. Oh. Now I'm... Oh, is it too late for me to re-roll that dex? (laughs) I think it is, yeah. I think he he picked up a particularly large creature. Like, a, a... a giant, right? He doesn't need to pick it up off the ground. He just wraps his uh, talons into its skin and then teleports and it just rips from his grasp. He doesn't actually even need to hoist its weight. Okay. And he drops a stone giant on you, the corpse of one. Um, and you you try to roll away, but it, it hits you pretty cleanly. And it is now Big Star's turn. Big Star, two of your party members are stunned, which means they can't dodge out of the way. If he teleports into them, you don't know if he's figured out that that's how it works yet. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that was how it works. So... <laughs> oh no. I guess this is I don't know if this is some kind of intelligence role. Big Star spent a lot of time in the military, he fought a lot of Illithids. Does he know if killing the Illithid frees the person who's being sort of like mind fucked by it? Uh no, you don't think so, but you know that you could w- snap them out of it. It's basically a sensory overload. So if you spend your turn shaking one of them. What if Steve Dave 2.0 comes charging in? Love him. And tries to hit one of the illithids, but on the way, it steps on Dreg's foot. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay, this is a creative use of your ability. So Steve Dave charges in, runs into Dreg, snapping him out. Dreg, you're just going to take a uh, perfunctory d4 damage, I think. Okay. Uh, two, I rolled. So you're not. You're, sure. you're no longer stunned. Now roll an attack on one of the illithids with your rhino-sized companion. 25. That hits. 18 damage? Yeah, paint me a picture. That was also the one that Milbeck lit up and Sasha damaged. So Okay. Uh, so is it dead? Yep. Okay. So yeah, Steve Dave 2.0 is going to come charging uh, across a battlefield of corpses. And it's going to charge, stamping on Dreg's foot with an apology. And then it is just going to explode through that illithid. <laughs> Kind of like a reverse Kool-Aid man. Like, Uh normally it's the thing full of red liquid that smashes through the metal wall. Uh But this is the inverse as the metal wall just explodes through. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else, Big Star? Yeah, that's all I could do. It is Cassius's turn. Uh, He's going to use his conduit of freedom to teleport inside of Steve Dave 2.0, killing him instantly. Okay. 
No, not Steve Dave 2.0. Does Steve Dave have contacts? Uh, you absolutely cannot put contacts on Steve Dave. I don't know if he would even be able to... Super glue. If they would even stick. Well, like, it's, it's the spectacle of the thing. It's Steve Dave runs in and does, does a really heroic thing and gets obliterated in the process. I mean, you will see that Big Star's canon is radiating with energy that he is just waiting to drop on Cassius the first chance he gets. Yeah, so Cassius teleports inside of Steve Dave, and in a storm of shrapnel, he explodes, raining down a hot metal on the battlefield. There is one Illithid left, and it is Dreg's turn. Dreg, uh, you are no longer stunned. Hmm. Okay, so now, strategy. The Neogi looks at you. I just like saying that. <laughs> I do too. I like you saying that a lot. That amuses me. <laughs> and I don't. But I don't. I don't. I, I don't know how much. Oh, you might. I could throw him at cash. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty good way to own somebody. Just throw a giant spider at them. That would be pretty good. Oh, that is a really good way to own somebody. You don't have to incorporate the Neogi into your tactics. It's just important for understanding Cassius's motivations, that he knows he's coming here when he dies, and he doesn't want to be a slave for all eternity, so he's going to kill as many people as possible, right. so when he shows up, he'll have an army to fight for him. Right. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's... But I'm more concerned about Sasha. I would uh, be. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Dreg's larger concern. Uh time travel will not protect her. I will kill Sasha. Yep. Uh please. Yep. So I think he's going to uh spend his action making sure that she uh is up and active. All right, so you're just gonna run over and shake Sasha? Just yeah, he's just gonna run over and, and just sort of tackle her. <laughs> oh, oh my god he's gonna glomp me he's so big yeah all right sasha it's your turn i think uh from seeing how frantic you are to save her i think cassius knows that if he if you get stunned he can kill you can start killing people so he's excited about that no don't get stunned uh, okay all right all right all right all right now ladies okay i i guess now is the time to to knock out my rerolls to stop people getting stunned huh uh, okay i'm gonna do another shatter because my last one and it can hit both illithids and they can suck my dick there's only one illithid oh there's only one now steve david how close to it. cassius is that illithid not close enough for shatter yeah it's surprising because considering the sequence of events and how oh yeah, you're right. Broke down. Yeah, yeah, so Cassius teleported over to the Illithid's killer, so now he's standing next to the Illithid. You got him. Saving throws, my dudes. That's a Constitution versus fifteen. Yeah. Uh, Cassius got <gasps> Cassius got an eighteen, and the Illithid got. Oopsie, he has different stats. Uh, two. <laughs> so the Illithid can suck my whole dick. The whole thing, whereas Cassius only gets half. <laughs> Just the just the tip. Just the tip. Fourteen for that elephant. Oh yeah, pay me a picture of that guy. I guess he just explodes, right? I mean, it feels bad, man, but you're like a poet, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> People like me for the way I am. I know it's good. And then Cassius has a metal wing. Shut up! <laughs> you take seven damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like you kill both of the Illithids by exploding them, which is very karmic. Not for them, I guess, because they didn't do anything. That was just wrong. sort of 
cyclical for them at yeah. this point. They look at the camera and they're like, not, not again. again. <laughs> uh, at the end of your turn, Sasha, uh, he is going to teleport. Let's see what else. What other fun things are found on a battlefield? How about a mine? He's going to teleport a mine, right, uh, throwing it at you. Dexterity saving throw? 22. Holy snap. Uh, so five damage. He teleports. He appears next to you holding a mine, tries to hand it to you, and you just, what, fly backwards as it explodes? Um, I want to do a cool barrel roll. Nice. You only take a little bit of heat damage, and it Tr- is now. Tries to hand it to you. What, was it like a Looney Tunes character? <laughs> like he was Bugs Bunny. He's just like, he walked up in a costume like, hey, could you hold this for a second? Like, sure thing. Wait a minute. That's that bird psychopath soldier who's trying to kill us, and then it blows up. Ain't I a stinker? Vic start acting like he didn't start this by doing some whack shit. Uh, it's Captain Melvick's turn. Okay, uh, it's just Cassius left, and I got that hunter's mark on him, so let's fire off two shotgun shots. See if we can get him to hit. Uh, 11 and a crit? Oh my lord. Yeah, crit hits. That's her second crit. 14, so that's 21. 24 damage? Whoa. Are you shooting him in the same wing Big Star is attacking? Yeah, might as well. Try and get that shot through. Yeah, I let you you see uh, there is a splash of blood and you see some bone glittering out from the wound as you shoot him in the wing. Yeah. At the end of your turn, Melbeck, he is going to teleport. Um, well, I'm trying to think of a part of Steve Dave. Does Steve Dave have any, have any particularly cool weapons on board? Uh, I, I mean, he was a Tarrasque, so I assume he would have, like, little claws and shit. I, he has, like, booster rockets, which he flies around with. I, he's going to grab one of those and use that as a flamethrower, teleporting up next to Melbeck and trying to roast you. Constitution save. Oh, Constitution. What? Why? Why? Why is, why is it not dexterity, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys see the pattern, right? Every time? Yeah, 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 but, 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 uh, that's, that's ten. That's a failure. Uh, okay, to... yeah, let's go for the attack roll. What is it? 13 damage. Okay. Okay. As he roasts you with uh, Steve Dave 2.0's booster rocket, and it is Big Star's turn. So he is on the ground right now. Uh, no, he can tell he's teleported a couple of feet in the air. But he's. Hawk Goblin! <laughs> Goblin, that's my new thing. Let's follow the fiction. Uh, because both you and uh, Melbeck specifically attacked his wing, I'm going to say he can't get an, a, more than like a meter off the ground. So he's within melee range if you want. But the flavor is he doesn't want to stay on the ground. Well, melee range doesn't help me. I just want to get into his face and shoot lasers in his big stump bird, the big stupid bird face. Uh, but I can't do that. So I'm going to fire another shot mm-hmm. at him. And I rolled a 10, so I'm going to miss. Uh, so you fire, he turns his graphene wing in your direction and blocks it at the end of your turn. I'm going to call him a super bitch. <laughs> that sounds cool, though. <laughs> I just want to point out that nobody else acknowledged Cock Goblin, which is the best phrase I've heard all day. No, I heard I heard Cock Goblin. I quietly appreciated it. Uh, that, 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 that was just a personal joy that is the way you're supposed to appreciate cock goblin like a fine wine or a brandy you let it simmer and just uh, enjoy it 20 years later you drink too much and then you cry a lot yeah. you're you're you really soak in the tannins mila kunis does a commercial for it 10 years later it's real good big star you say something mean to him and he just says i wasn't going to add you to my army but now 
Perhaps she'll forgive me someday. The doctor did what she could to try to put an end to you. Like a doctor would, she tried to fix you. As a soldier, I'm going to see to it that I watch the last breaths leave your body. Hell yeah! Cat. It's now Cassius's turn. Uh, he teleports over to Lala. No! Pulls out his gun. No! Uh, 21 and 11, 21 hits. He pistol whips her to the ground. What a dick move. Yeah, especially for someone who has not engaged in the combat at all. He's fu- He fucking flies around dropping missiles and flamethrowers on people. He walks up to her and just hits her Fuck with his gun. Like a what bitch? an asshole. Well, Lala's been waiting for someone to buff so she could share it and no one has. And he, he's been he's suspicious of what she's up to. I'm, a- I'm out of my spell that can buff. Uh, Lala falls to the ground, uh, defenseless. She doesn't have any armor. She does not have any weapons. She does have magic, but she is saving them for uh, the most opportune time. Maybe she'll use one now. I don't know. It is now. Uh, Dreg's turn. Rip his intestines out. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The Bard's Creed. The Bard's Creed is (laughs) rip his intestines out. Uh, Yeah. And then I'll clack some wood. Uh, So... Bonus action, I cast a wrathful smite. He's gonna get smote. That, that's my thinking. Is that <laughs> he, could get, he could get smote a bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, uh, because he sees you, your fist light on fire. He is going to use a reaction to teleport twenty feet into the sky. Hmm. I said, super bitch. Yeah. So he, he wants to stay out of Dreg's range. Uh, which is unfortunate for Drag, who does not have any long-range stuff, but it is what Cassius would do. Is there, like, a tank thingy? You know, the gun part of tanks? A barrel? I feel like Hulk... Hulk you could hurl a piece of Steve, Dave, at him. Yeah! You, you could throw the Neogi up and go go get him. <laughs> well, that's what I was just thinking. I think I'll just throw the Neogi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that's worked so far. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Would you like me to make a, like, a strength roll for that? That's a dexterity. A throwing dexterity? Is dexter- that's okay. what throwing is, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm gonna give him inspiration. I'm going to... This is the stupidest thing. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Uh, eat some pasta. <laughs> but really close to the mic. That's to help soothe him and, like, psych him up for this? It's just you, like... <laughs> I've run out of things to crinkle, okay? All right, 15. It doesn't matter what you roll on Sasha's because the the AC is 16, so that you hit him with an Yogi. Wow. Just roll your roll your damage as if you had punched him. It's the same thing. I tried to get out of being punched, and it didn't work. That's on me. <laughs> you threw a flaming paladin-fired Yogi at him. Wait, so did I, uh, did I expend that yes. inspiration? He, he would miss otherwise. Okay. Uh, he needed exactly one point <laughs> to do his thing. <laughs> the image of him getting owned by a golden fl- fire, like a flaming spider. Just right in the beak. Yeah. Uh, so that would be... Oh, fucking hell. Uh, was that 18 points of damage? All right, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a good season. <laughs> Um, at the end of your turn, Drake, he teleports inside the Niyogi, killing it instantly. <gasps> yeah. Well, he served me well. 
He really did. He yeah, really pour did. Pour it out for that guy. I, uh, Ca- Captain Melbit just does a salute to the Neoki. <laughs> he spent his entire life uh, putting people in slavery, and you killed him for it. But now, I guess he deserves a one salute. He was our homie for a very short period of time. <laughs> he was a terrible slaver. Great slave. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say great baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, it's your turn. Oh, I hate him so much. How about we do some dissonant whispers up in that thou brain? Uh, 12, he fails. Fuck yeah. Finally. Yeah. 11 damage. All right, what do you whisper? Um. Suck my tits, my good bitch. <laughs> I was going to tell him he was a poor excuse for a soldier. I like that. Mm-hmm. You're a poor excuse for a soldier, bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like that's not supposed to be funny, but it it's is. It's not. It's kind of sad. I mean, you won the dissonant. He failed the dissonant whispers, so he actually is rattled by it. And he says, the crash. It was my fault. So stop being a dick. Make things right. There is no making this right. I am doomed. All I can do now is give myself a chance to find peace in eternity. That That's dumb. You're dumb. And I hate you. Because Dissonant Whispers forces him to move away, uh, he kind of arcs towards the ground, his injured wing uh, not able to keep him aloft, and he starts fleeing the, the battlefield. Uh, Melbeck, it's your turn. He can't attack at the end of the legendary action because he's forced to flee. <laughs> I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a couple more shots as he's fleeing. Shoot him in the back. Yeah, let's go for it. He stabbed me in the back. Bitch gets shot in the back. In many ancient warrior cultures, dying from a wound to the back was the ultimate dishonor because it meant you ran. White yeah. beard. Okay, let's get those two attack rolls. Uh, fourteen and sixteen. Sixteen hits. If they found your body with a back wound, they wouldn't bury you with honors in some cultures. Maybe in this one soon. I, I know this is really serious, but I just, the Venga bus is still playing in my head. I'm <laughs> uh, so sorry, it is. The, the Venga bus is coming. I've gone and done 16 <laughs> damage. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, Melbeck, as he flees, uh, he barely touches down and you pop out of your uh, sniper spot, like you're hiding amongst the bodies, you pop up, you aim down sights, and you blow his wing off. Okay, how, how, how we, how we, how we looking? (laughs) I mean, his, his biological wing, uh, crashes down into the dirt and the mud, and he stumbles to the edge of the battlefields, spurting blood, his broken bone glinting in the, the kind of twilight that Acheron is always bathed in and he stumbles to the edge of the battlefield as if to flee and he's he's trying the, the fight is over so if I kill him what happens to his army it's your army <laughs> okay just check it <laughs> but, but, but first but first but first oh yeah 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 uh, no no uh, the, the captain's gonna walk up to him and just go you've lost all chance of Having this army you're aiming for, you've lost all chance of whatever sort of honourable death you thought you were going to have. Just, where's the doctor? You may be a better soldier than me, but I have not lost yet. 
So Big Star looks like uh, you know when his uh, when Cash swings falls off and everything like Big Star has been kind of waiting for a moment to fire. Uh, but you'll see Big Star's got his gun trained on him. But as soon as that happens, there's clearly something going on in his head. And he'll immediately put down his gun. He's going to run over to Lala and heal her instead. Okay. Instead of taking a shot. All right. Understood. Uh, so you heal up Lala. Uh, Cassius t- is still talking to Captain Melbeck, who blew his wing off. He says, I know the secret of the Maxwells. All civilization will bow to me. And their conquered legions will serve me in this life and the next. Where is the doctor? To the victor go the spoils. Uh, I actually, uh, Drake's going to cast Zone of Truth. Yeah, Zone, you can you, drag you cast Zone of Truth. He does not uh, make a, He does not attempt to mm-hmm. contest that. He's going to tell you the truth. Um, in fact, uh, he was holding a, his gun uh, that he pistol whipped Lala with, and he just drops it at your feet, Captain Melbeck. And he says, past me in this direction, you will see a light on the horizon, a teleportation gate back to the prime material plane. The doctor was headed there when last we parted. You know what you gotta do, right? Um, what one one more question before we do anything is, um, while Zone of Truth is out, is how imminently close are the Maxwells to being back? Perhaps you could stop me if you chased me now, but you will go for the Doctor, and that's why I will win. Mm. Okay. Well. Uh, that no. Mm-mm. Afraid not. Uh, <laughs> afraid not. Afraid not. No. Uh, Drake's had enough. Uh-huh. And he's going to do a big step. Okay, what does that mean? On Cassius's head. All right, you try to step, and as a reaction, he teleports away. We're going to have to kill him. Cock goblin! It's yeah, the, the, the situation is, if we don't if we don't know where Cassius is to take that, that final shot now he he's he's right we have to get to adler because the maxwells are the most pressing issue the 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 objective of killing him at this point was basically to exert control over him and prevent him from carrying out any further action he's yeah he's gonna go do the maxwell thing so that 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 wing's made of graphene right no this is his biological wing oh the biological one okay cool as part of me being like, can I get a cool shield? Oh, I thought it was like, Captain Melbeck wants wings. <laughs> well, Captain Melbeck does want wings, but I don't know that's how wings work. Drake's thinking about it <laughs> as a javelin. This throwing thing has worked out. Yeah, it really did. Uh, Captain Melbeck, you fi- uh, you see Cassius's gun on the ground, the one he pistol whipped Lala with and the one he threw at your feet when he surrendered. Uh, you pick it up. It is empty. He never had any ammo for it. Fucking bitch. Which is why he didn't shoot Lala, but you assume it had bullets at some point because he's missing an eye. That's true, but he's still a lying ass bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's, this is just reinforcing the knowledge that I think is probably setting in for the team of- We're allowed to kill now, yay! Okay, Olivia, Olivia did some shooting. Lala thanks you for uh, saving her, big star. 
Never leave anyone behind. And then he's gonna sadly walk over and pick up the pieces of Steve Dave 2.0. Oh. I guess let's go find the doctor, huh? So so just just to clarify, because I, I will make sure I've got this right in my head. Uh, initially our plan was it seemed like going and getting Dr. Adler would also stop the Maxwells. But it now seems that that is not the case, and we have two very distinct options open, which are go 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 get Doctor Adler, or stop Cassius from bringing back the uh, the Maxwells, and that seems like two distinct things. Cassius doesn't need Doctor Adler anymore because she gave him a shock tea, which led him to the Rygar, and the Rygar know what's up with the Maxwells, so he's just going straight to the source now. But he needed Doctor Adler to get that far. So she's already served her purpose. Oh. Okay, we need to get the doctor then. All right, the party heads out in the direction Cassius was fleeing in. You see in the distance, uh, this cube is is flat, but the earth has been deformed by eons of battle. And there's a kind of ridge and you can see a blue light peeking out over it. And even some gnarled trees along the way. Uh, what do you do as you, you walk towards that landmark? What do you talk about? What do you do? Assuming everyone's rolling to heal. Yeah, but yeah I roll that, my hit dice. That's what I do first. Um, Ironically, he never tried to attack me, so I don't need to heal. <laughs> you were the first person who tried to teleport inside. I know, yeah. but then he stopped. He didn't drop tanks on me or walk up and give me a Looney Tune sketch with a cartoon bomb with a big wick in it or anything. <laughs> Next time, that's all he's going to do is just have a bunch of cartoon bombs. I'm gonna chase him. I'm gonna chase him into a, a wall painted with the tunnel on it. <laughs> Big Star, our cartoons, not the ultimate freedom. Waka, waka, waka. As as we're making the walk, the captain's just I'm gonna waka waka. Just gonna. I'm sorry. Uh, as 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 we make the walk, the captain's just gonna turn to the team as as we're walking and just go. I hope you understand why I. Didn't take the shot when I did. I I know we need to deal with Cassius, but I couldn't risk not getting the doctor back at this point. It's fine. We'll deal with his bitch ass later. Blew one of his wings off. We'll do it again next time. Exactly. How far can he get? Probably pretty far. He's lost two wings and eye, and uh, I guess in character you don't know this. He was also shot in the guts. He covered that up, though. Yeah, he's he's. At a disadvantage for a little while. So we get the doctor. We tell her no Maxwell's, but she I guess she'll know. And then we go find Cassius and we murder him? Question mark? We put an end to him. To all of this. I think this is a good time to talk about his motivation as well, because if you just listen to the cold, cold opens, you'd think it was mostly philosophical, because when he came back from the dead, he was trying to make Dr. Adler give up her vow of pacifism, because it went against his ideology of freedom. But, like, all that high-minded stuff, I mean, real, at the end of the day, he just doesn't want to suffer in the afterlife for the things he did in war. He wants to have an army that can protect him so he doesn't have to serve. It's... It's really as simple as that. All that freedom stuff is important to him, but it's not really what's motivating him. Yeah. Drag, any thoughts? You're you're condemned to the same fate as a lawful evil person who made their makes their money killing people. Drag's pretty. I mean, quiet in general, but he's like, there's he's just 
very because he is processing all of this, but he doesn't seem to um, know what to think about it because it's not that different from his life. So it's just sort of more of the same. That's just that's an interesting way to look at it. He Cassius was a soldier his life, and then when he died, he was a soldier in the afterlife, and it that idea utterly destroyed him. And Drag's like, yeah, that seems fair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? this is uh, this is what I, yeah, it's it, it's everything else that I got going on. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. This is this is exactly what I signed up for. Yep. <laughs> it's a great foil. Sasha feels a little bad about blowing up the elephants. Like they're already dead, but they remind me of my boys. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Big Big Star's going to speak up. He's going to say, I apologize if this comes off as candid or extreme. But when it comes to dealing with Cassius... I am of the mind that there is no alternative than to kill him and rid the universe of him for good. I I must say I'm in agreement with you. I I good. I think fuck him. I think at this point the only <laughs> fate that's going to stop him is the one that he's doing this to avoid. Uh Lala actually signs uh, so when we kill him, he's going to come here and he's going to have an army of everyone he ever killed in his entire life. Do we want to come down and kill him again? No, we just wait for me to die. <laughs> Drag will take care of it eventually. Drag will be here in like 20 years. Oh, d- yeah. Faster than that. Ogres don't live that long. Oh, If we kill him and he gets sent here, like, again, is there anything he can actually do from here well war on acheron is eternal it's fought for really no reason forever so he's no threat to the prime material plane it's more about him personally not wanting to have to be a slave forever and wanting to have the freedom of the person at the top of the military chain by winning war forever i don't see any way a person like this, particularly one with the power to just, like, teleport through reality, it'll get held down. Uh, what, Big Star, you're a soldier, but you're not lawful evil. Are you worried about coming here? Yeah, but I think that's a, a fate Big Star has made peace with, if that's what happens. A lot of big, a lot of what Big Star has been trying to do, everything about helping Olivia has been him attempting to make penance for his time in the war. I miss my children. Aww. Are you worried that they're going to end up here? Because they're lawful evil. I'm not super worried because they're very powerful boys. <laughs> they're, they're extremely powerful children. The two lawful evil afterlives are Acheron and Hell, for the record. Oh, and Gehenna, I guess. But... I feel like anywhere they go, they're going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you raised them well. That's, you know. Yeah. yeah, I just put, you know, separation anxiety. Aww. My little dragon's all out on his own. Cut, <laughs> cut your objectivist. Yay! I'm, I'm, I'm eating through just an entire... <laughs> just eating a whole ship. Yeah, just eating a ship of Invicta people. And the, the dragons are like, come on, objectivist, we need you over here. And he's like, I'm still getting through <laughs> the brains. <laughs> <laughs> They're like popcorn. 
Exactly. Yeah, he's just shaking a ship into his mouth like it's a fucking <laughs> bunch of crunch at the movie theaters. Some fucking meteors on like it's pepper. Melbeck, do Gif have any religion? I don't know. I've never researched. I, I don't know if there's a canon answer to that. The Gif have no religion of their own. Uh, all you the who would worship war gods of whoever's orders they were under. Okay, I, 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 I don't know if she if she knows for certain where she'll end up, but I like to think that that she's got visions of just sort of drifting between afterlives, a little a, a little time in a li- in a in a few different afterlives. What's your alignment again? Uh, let me double check and confirm. Um, chaotic good. Uh, so the chaotic good uh, warriors afterlife, because th- these are the kind of um, the deliberately contrasting, right? Lawful evil soldiers go to Acheron and chaotic good uh, warriors go to Asgard, the Norse afterlife, where they fight for all eternity, just like Acheron. But the difference is Acheron, it's for no reason. And when the soldiers die, they stay dead. Where in Asgard, you fight for glory and joy. And if you die, you just come back to life the next day to do it again. Aren't there, like, feasts? Yeah, it's nonstop feasting, fighting, and fucking. That's Asgard. Uh, where does uh, neutral, chaotic neutral go? Limbo, which is a world... it! It's a world of n- nothing but chaos. It's just chaos forever. The medium place. Chaos and people with very low poles. See, as, dancing around. As, as for us... <laughs> Fuck you, Conrad. As, as for Asgard, I think Liamora would be pretty chill about that in that it's like... Well, like, two out of three ain't bad. I do have to say that, canonically, it's spelled Eskard, Y-S-J-A-R-D in Dungeons & Dragons, but I'm going to pronounce it that. (laughs) Lauren's audibly making the jack-off motion. He knew! He knew! (laughs) I'm going to call it Asgard for our purposes, but yeah. If if, if she gets to to do the feasting and fucking bit, then, yeah, the fighting's all right, but... Yeah, I, 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 I don't think this is how the afterlives work, but I think Liamora's outlook is, eh, bit, bit of time bit in a few different afterlives would be nice. Just sort of, the, the way she's already been living, just sort of nomadically wandering between. It occurs to is, me, I probably, oh, yep, go ahead. I say, is Limbo like the medium place? It just like, eh. No, Limbo is a never-ending vortex of chaos inhabited by uh, giant toad men who inject their larva into the into you, which eats you from the inside out. It's not great, honestly. It sounded dope until you got to the injecting. I was like, chaos, vortex, frogs, got it. And then it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got weird. Um, all right, I should probably make you roll religion for any future uh, afterlife chat. I just figured you all would know your own personal. I want to roll stuff. religion to know how you avoid getting larvaed. Okay, good. That's a good roll. Nine. Ten. <laughs> Be stronger than the sloddy, which is the giant toad guys. I'm pretty strong. Not stronger than the sloddy, I'll tell you. You don't know. I've statted them because they're the villains of season six. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Should I cut that out? I don't know. I assume so, but you didn't cut out the last time you uh, sneaked in season six. Because I love getting them wet. <laughs> you just... You're getting people ready for Epcot. That's all I'm hearing. You can't keep telling them that you fuck Austin. <laughs> all right. So after this discussion, the party's trudging across Acheron. Uh, the the day-night cycle here does not really exist. It's just kind of always a blood-red uh, sunset twilight. And you're walking towards the blue light in the distance that you know is the teleportation gate. And you see 
uh, coming at you from kind of an angle is a small uh, marching army. I say small, more like a platoon of hangdog soldiers, their banners limp, their weapons destroyed. Uh, They don't seem like triumphant. They seem like tattered and sad. And they're kind of marching in your direction, not to attack you, just like they're going to intercept you. What banner are they carrying? Uh, it seems to be they're carrying a couple of different ones. Uh, just because you served in the same army as someone doesn't mean you end up together in Acheron. You just kind of take your own stuff and clump together, uh, slap dashedly. Not a word. Uh, but they're obscured by mud and blood and torn. But maybe if you rolled history, you could recognize one. But up to you. 16? Yeah, you probably see some unified uh, soul forces ones. The, the kind of flags that uh, Cassius used to uh, give himself an eye patch. So... Do I say when I know? Uh, you'd have to get closer. Uh, okay. I'm going to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you guys seen a fish lady? <laughs> All right. So Big Star and uh, Sasha kind of run over and start calling out to these soldiers. Most of them just keep marching on uninterested, but a couple of them stop and peel off. And um, amongst the soldiers who are coming over to check on the people yelling at them, uh, Big Star, you do recognize one of them. Oh, it is a bugbear, which is a humanoid, Aww. fuzzy creature, kind of like a, a combination of orc and Bigfoot. Uh, they're a goblinoid species. I thought they were like little tardigrades. Not even close, no. Oh. But bugbears are uh, goblinoids, so they're in the family with goblin, hobgoblin, and... And cockgoblins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It amuses me. I'm glad. I'm really glad. But they're they're basically big furry goblins. Uh, but this this one's walking uh, with a tattered a soul banner. Uh, it has a, uh, a a wound on the back of its head where an illithid sucked its brain out and killed him. Well, that's a bummer. You see Big Star kind of lower his sunglasses. And uh, with his voice trembling, he just uh, says that loud. Means. The bugbear looks at you, but there's no recognition in his eyes, because as a petitioner, he has no memories of his living life. Big Star's going to walk up towards the bugbear, like kind of slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if not prevented from it, he's going to, like, hug. He's going to embrace Vance. The bugbear doesn't respond at first, but almost as if starved for physical affection, uh, hugs back, even if it doesn't consciously know why. Uh, Petitioners are the sole essence of people. So this is still the same person you knew, even if the memories aren't there. And it doesn't remember you in the same way that we think of memories, but perhaps somewhere deep down, it has the essence of its feelings for you. And so it hugs you back, and then it begins to weep quietly, in your against your shoulder, Big Star. Uh, Big Star is going to begin crying in return, and he just mutters over and over again that he's sorry and that it should have been him. Lauren, you want to say any shit about cock goblins? Come on, man! <laughs> I'm bringing this fun, jiggly rough energy, and you just you can't handle it. And I'm sorry. That's true. Um, I'm going to, I'm bad at this emotional comforting stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm gonna talk to a different petitioner and ask him about fish lady. <laughs> there's like this sad moment. Where you're like, well, I don't know how to add to this, but there's another one I could talk to, right? Where, <laughs> like, where they like, aren't oh, embracing and crying. This is uh, this is a little, um, yikes. You gonna yikes on out of here? You got the the two hugging and crying, and, and her head just turns around like completely <laughs> yeah, 180, an like owl. an owl to the other petitioner. So. uh... Fish lady, you know Any anything fish about ladies that? around here? Uh, this uh, former soul soldier, as well, judging by the banners, a human looks at you with no recognition or anything, and then after a moment, points to uh, a tall tree on a ridge, and does not say a thing. Just points at this tree. Um, I think she's this way, guys. I'm gonna start going. After some time. Uh, Big Star will realize that they need to go, and he's going to pull himself away from Vance. And uh, as he wipes the tears from his eyes, he's going to say, I'm sorry. I love you. And then uh, say his goodbyes. Lala turns to you, Captain Melbeck, and signs to you very quickly. Do you want to put them to rest? They're doomed to fight for all eternity. Um... The captain's going to turn to Big Big Star and go I need your I need your input on this. Would they want to be this way? I guess there is generally I don't know, is there a history check or something I can do? What's the general consensus of people who serve in the military who know that their fates to one day end up on the the battlefields of Akron fighting an endless war potentially? Do most people say they'd rather the? Because I'm assuming the alternative is oblivion that their their souls just cease to exist. Then, when petitioners are like finally, finally killed, depending on the parameters of the outer plane, their essence becomes part of the plane itself, and then whatever beings come from the plane. So, like if you were in heaven, your petitioner would become part of the plane, and then that energy would become angels because they're made out of uh, goodness, and like in hell, you're the petitioner's energy would become evil, which would become demons. So here there are, uh, the Acheron is not a particularly well-supported thing in the lore. So it's just like vultures that pick over the battlefield. And there's, um, I like to think rust monsters are native to Acheron. That's not supported by any books. That's my personal headcanon because where else would you find an endless supply of metal to eat? So maybe you can, you can basically let your friend come back as a rust monster. I mean, that sounds pretty dope. It's something with a purpose that isn't just a kill over and over again. Is 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 that your your, your big star's call, then? Yeah, I mean, if the, I think it's a way to, to, to grant them some measure of peace. Uh, the captain will nod quietly and uh, in in response will uh, prepare to, I, I suppose, take them both out with, with a shotgun. Yeah, you can do it that way. I think Lala says she can make it painless with a, a spell. Oh, if that's an option, then yes. Yeah, that, please. <laughs> uh, before he goes, Big Star is going to kiss Vance on the lips and hold his hand as he, uh, as whatever lethal blow is delivered onto him. 
comedy podcast you make these scenarios <laughs> oh, hold on wait then then he has then he has a fart sound effect at the end and he slips on the banana peel chris messaged me and asked for this this isn't me yeah austin you, you well i'm still gonna blame you you're the dm i blame you for everything fair enough <laughs> um the party has to make their final ascent to this hill where a, a giant gnarled twisted tree marks a spot that was pointed out to you I done been on the way. I took off. I mean, Big Star would appropriately be pretty quiet and emotional at the moment as he's kind of recovering from that. Dreg would have been right there with Sasha. He wouldn't have stuck around for the... It, it's also... We're I, like, feelings, oh no. I, I should note, yeah. everyone in the party knows who that person is and the relationship he shared with Big Star because of the hive mind. So no one's like mm. in a mystery comfort spot with what happened there. Yeah, I I think I think the 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 captain stay is staying quietly back with Big Star. Just uh, I know that this has all been rather difficult for you. You sort of joined the crew because of Olivia being here, and well, Olivia's definitely not been here most of the time you've been on the crew. Um, from our time in the hive mind, I I I know that you have been trying to make up for a lot of what you did in the war, but. I think Olivia will be proud. You've you've done so much good while you've been with us. Just thank you. I don't ever know if I can ever truly make penance for everything I did back then. But I'll do everything in my power to bear to make up for it. Don't sell yourself short, Captain. I served under a lot of people during my times in the war. And I found that many times the leader is the one who sets the tone for everything. If the tough bastards are to be seen as a symbol of hope for Markov, know that it is because of you and the decisions you make. Markov is a better place for you being in it. Oh yeah. When I started building this crew, all I ever wanted was to build a family. I was trying to build a group of people who all supported each other and worked towards hopefully positive goals. And we seem to be getting to a point where we're trying to do that for a far grander scale of people than I ever expected. The true changers of history, the people who set its tone, rarely go out expecting to do it. They are the ones who are presented an opportunity and make the most of it. And that is what you have done, Captain. That's, I think it's what you've done too. You've been presented an opportunity to look at your past actions and to do things differently going forward. And you, you took that opportunity... And fully embraced it. Just know that I'm proud of you. If when my time comes, and this is still where I end up, I won't regret anything I've done to try to make the galaxy a better place. Oh yeah. Well, if my wonders from afterlife to afterlife that I'm hoping for uh, pan out, I'll see you, I'll fight beside you for a bit when I get here. Oh, we will rock the Casbah in fucking Asgard. We will murder and feast. And uh, I don't know. There's other stuff I guess you do there. 
Yeah, yes, that's that's two of the three Fs. <laughs> I didn't want to impose the third one and then make things weird. <laughs> We've been in kind of a solemn, serious moment, so I uh, didn't want to wake things awkward. Oh, yeah. Solemn and serious. I think Sasha needs me right now. I should get going. I can hear her calling me. (laughs) (laughs) Big star, big star. (laughs) Solemn and serious ain't nothing. Dragon, uh, Dragon Sasha, do you guys say anything as you walk up the hill? Sorry, my dad tried to kill you. What will you do with him? Um... I mean, if he maybe if he like goes to therapy and stops being an asshole, I'll talk to him. But if he's gonna keep being shitty, then I'll probably just I don't know, cut him out of my life. I guess I mean that sucks, but you know, blood doesn't mean you have to endure that, which would make me sad. But maybe he'll like shut the fuck up when he sees me save the world, universe, not the world bigger some people are never satisfied i learned a long time ago to never expect anything from my father that way i i'll never again be disappointed when he doesn't deliver well that's a big tree yeah it's a big tree what's up with this big tree well actually i think chris wants to paint you the picture of the big tree i don't like this yeah, it's never good when Chris says. <laughs> it's never good when Chris talks. No, 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 it's good, but it's always some it's crazy. It's a crazy really shit. big tree, and all of its branches are made out of lollipops, and the leaves are rockets, and it's flying off in all directions, and, and it makes a really loud, loud fart sound effect as all the leaves and everything move. It's very humorous. End of episode. The you out- are lying. There's the outro music. Yay. Oh, yeah. Then the tree goes, ha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Uh, no, I think it's, 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 a, it's a giant gnarled tree. And uh-huh. at the base of it, you see Olivia rested against it. What that Olivia do though? Uh, well, she's sitting there, and you can see Steve, Dave, floating, uh, quietly beside her. Hey, Olivia! There is no response. Uh oh. Olivia? Um, Drake's gonna go. I want to roll medicine. Check for life signs. I'm rolling medicine. I got a seven. I don't know anything. Uh, as you get close, Drag, you see that Olivia seems to be very pale. Uh, significantly so. And her body is riddled with signs of damage. Uh, some of which, uh, actually all of which, appear to be bullet holes in various states of repair. Some look like they were wounds that were recently healed. Uh, some look like they've been healed partially or only moderately or to even some points barely. Uh, and then there is significantly one gunshot wound in her stomach, in her gut, that is not healed at all and has uh, stained her clothes red. All right, well, and uh, perform lay on hands. See if I can bring her around. Uh, the healing does not seem to bring much to her at the moment. Uh, five. I don't 
No medicine. I got a seven. I helped nobody. I pick up an arm. I'm like, I don't know. She's broken. Uh, Drag. Yeah, I got a 14. Drag, from being this close up and making your astute observation, you think Olivia is dead and has been dead for days. Thanks, I hate it. There appears to be a small glowing light, blinking light, on Steve Dave as he floats there silently (gasps) beside Olivia. Is Olivia in Steve Dave? Or she left a message. Uh, okay, okay, can we investigate Steve Dave? Wouldn't be the first time she, you know, had something for the group in the event of her death. Yeah, uh... What what do we do to investigate Steve, Dave? Uh, investigation. I rolled investigation and I got a 17. Yeah, Sasha, you can see that there is a message that's been recorded into Steve, Dave. Give me it. The message plays with Olivia's voice saying, If anyone from the Tough Bastards is listening to this, then I'm sorry. I couldn't stand by any longer and watch Cassius pervert and kill and ruin everything around him anymore. I tried to stop him, but, you know, a half-broken doctor with no weapons and a bad shot didn't really stand much of a chance against a trained soldier. I should have taken your advice, Big Star, and let you put a couple guns in this leg. Cassius put a bullet in my stomach and has left me for dead. And I wouldn't be much of a hipster if I couldn't at least appreciate the irony of him leaving me to die the same way as Dr. Tenma. But in the end, that doesn't really help too much. My conduit's changed too, and I think you all can guess what it's changed to. It's not really something to be proud of. When Cassius first took me to Drift Park, I didn't think I would ever see my family again. And I guess that's ended up being true. But I never imagined that I would find a new family in the Bastards. I know it may not seem like it at times, but you all became so precious to me in a way that has meant everything. I spent so many years alone in that damned amusement park. And suddenly, I had sisters. I had a big, strong brother. I had a very small but oh-so-mighty nephew. And each one of you has meant the universe to me. I know at times it seemed like I was pushing you away, but in my heart, I wanted to protect you from Cassius. I wanted you to never have to experience the hurt that he bestows on everyone that he comes in contact with. I I may have been distant, and maybe even cold, 
but traveling on board the Snallygaster has been the greatest joy I've ever experienced. And courage, I'm sorry that what we had together has ended up being so short. But just know that as I'm fading away, my last thoughts will be of us together on top of the Snallygaster. And that'll make them eternal. Goodbye. Steve, Dave, please play me something to go to sleep to. So
So you want to tell me about the music? Absolutely not. Why? Why do you torture me like this every month? I'll never tell you a single music. So tell me all the musics. Never. Somebody has to, and I don't know them. No. You're the only. Your only hope. Not allowed. What? Not allowed. <laughs> why? Crime. What? Illegal. <laughs> Go- Somebody help. Austin's having a stroke. Go directly to jail. Who? Me. For for your what? For your podcasting crimes? Please. Somebody has to stop me or I'll kill again. (laughs) Who are you killing? Podcasting. (laughs) It's April 2019. I need you to say names. I need you to say music, bitch. No, I'm just... So, out of character, normally I'm playing Austin, the fun-loving guy. Everyone loves to be around. Guys want to be him. Girls, they're ambiguous. They're they're ambivalent, honestly. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to step outside that character and serious talk for a second. The credits are getting too long, and it's becoming an issue, apparently. Uh, Sketch, who uploads the show to YouTube, is saying that the rendering for the videos is failing because the file's too big. Because we talk about names for too long. Oh, so we're supposed to streamline it. Yeah, we gotta get it down to a smooth anything but twenty minutes, please, God. Oh, okay. God, please. Well, we're we're failing. We're three minutes, three and a half minutes in. We've done nothing. I recognize the irony of expanding the length of the podcast by talking about how it's too long, but. The music credits are in the description of the episode. You can click the links. You can go right there. The people click the links, you bitches. Just click on them. Uh, of course, you know the. Oops, my brain turned off. You can find. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that in. You can find the rest of us in our stuff. Also in the episode descriptions. Lauren's at Rargolicious on Twitter. I'm at Austin Yorski. You know Patreon.com/slash Austin Yorski. That's how you get on the list. You're gonna hear. Laura, Laura K. Buzz everywhere, kotaku.co.uk, Queer and Pleasant Strangers is a podcast, Jimquisition is a podcast, Conrad of Horse at Conrad Zimmerman on Twitter, Movie Movie Boys. No, it's not called that. It's I co- hope it is. I really want it to be called Movie Boys now. Conrad, change it to Movie Boys. It's spinoff doctors. That's also in the Jimquisition feed, so you can find those in the same place. And then... Chris Rolo T at Rolo T, uh, patreon.com slash weekly monger recap. That's where he does his dark rituals. Anything else? Sketch.bandcamp.slash.sketch.camp.slash.band. The real link, of course, in the episode description. <laughs> yes, please don't listen to me. Uh, everything's in the episode description. It's always been there, but I'm just deciding to say it out loud more often because people ask. So, with that out of the way, mm-hmm. how do you feel about? Some names. Executive producers, April 2019. Hit me. A Bozog blew my cover three. Bozog's on the high seas. Oh, that's the best one. People yeah. say that the series peaked with two, but three is a real gem. I can't do the long monologue for each name. A werewolf with a Chinese menu <laughs> in his hand. They're getting real good this <laughs> month. Abigail Grace. Aftershock, conduit of party stickiness. Oh, yeah. that's a bit, You weren't there for that episode. Reference. Oh, hey, everybody. Lauren's not inside this joke. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple. Amanda Sternad. An otter clinging to your leg, begging you not to leave. I'm sorry, otter. We had to get this done for sketch. <laughs> Say a name. It's an otter. He's begging you not to leave. Uh, Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fedje. Conduit of thanks for getting my name right. It's up. Oh. oh, I promise you, Andrew, I did not. 
I busted Andrew it. Robin. Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Animate Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. We're not going to talk about your cat this month, I promise. She's sitting right behind me. She knows. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnovolt, keeper of the credit prison and sentinel of justice. Fear me. Okay. So, so it's you who has trapped me here. Yeah, this is your prison architect. This is your doing. Arja Limite. Arjan de Koning. Ashley. No, just Ashley. August Rue. Austin Forsky? Is that the <laughs> sequel to Austin 3C? Austin Valentine. Austin Yorsky, conduit of good boy itself. Aw, someone likes you. One person. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. <laughs> Fuck. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Brady, conduit of failed murder. Mm-hmm. Brent, not the host of Funk that plays Goatly. Yeah, no. I'm not without you. No. Brett! No. But you can call me Joan or Wrenchy. You can't just, you just you went on without me. Callum, y'all are wonderful and I'm grateful for that, Turner. Cameron Abbas. <laughs> Candace Lauren as Mothman Starling, hell yeah. You are a cryptid. I don't know if you're Mothman, though. Have you foreseen any bridges collapsing? No, but I do sometimes see my, laugh, my life collapsing. <laughs> Charlie, Austin's favorite son, Chocolate. Is he? Tortilla is my favorite son, for the record. He's not even your son. Charm Wilkie. Chris, is it too late for April fooling walling? Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the funk dog. <laughs> okay. Now they just want us to make weird noises. Cody Jackson. <laughs> Coho Blast. Oh, Lord. Conduit of flirting with Austin through credits, not Brent in disguise. Oh, this is- Brent! This is how this ends. I'm definitely getting catfished through this podcast. I can feel it. Corm, conduit of late night screenings of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Didn't we go to one? Yes, we sure did. That was so many years ago. I'm so old. I know. What did, what happened? Cormac, conduit of empty carbs. Counterfeit. C.R. Saldana, prophet of RN Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Cumber. Dandy Snuff. Cumber. <laughs> Daria, conduit of pizza. Cumber. Donning Frost. Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Spooky. Dennis Bengson. Cumber. <laughs> Dennis Pancake Jetlifson. Devin, conduit of evolution. Donald Bunker. Dorian, conduit of devotion. Oh, we have a lot of PhDs in the house this month. Dr. Tao. Dr. Dr. Goatman. Goatman. <laughs> I'm oh. taking them all. Okay. You can say the next one because I don't know how. No, to. I don't want it now. Cumber. Dr. <laughs> Is it? Cumber. Dr. Squid <laughs> Or how I learned to stop worrying and love the funk. Dragon in the server room. Drag versus Pangolin. No! The immovable object and the unstoppable force. Duke Vintage Diplomat. Cumber. Dylan and... R- Is it Rylan or Rylan? Because it's like Dylan, but with an R. Cumber. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. I think Lauren's going to handle the rest of this one. I'm just going to... Dylan Pondu in a skeleton booty. Ebrand, Kaleido, Kaleido Star was an amazing show. I'm losing my voice still. Fuck off. Einar Johansson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not they're going to yell at you, you talk. I help. Ikorin. 
Elder brain, <laughs> elder brain, conduit of gooey goo, chewy, chew chewing, cramble jam, ram ham wham dam. I'm so proud You thought of I you. couldn't do it. Elder dog. Aww. Yeah, that's good. Elderly goose, conduit of fucking hell. What the fuck? Elderly goose, <laughs> conduit of folding. Gindle. It's something backwards. Let me it's read it. It's literally elderly goose, conduit of folding backwards. Okay, but they did it both. It's a. I'm too stupid to read credits. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Eleanor, no, not Tacey's parody. Elaine. Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma, horchags are good. Moose ain't one. So what animal moose is is still a mystery, but not a horchag. It's not a horchag. Uh, is moose a guinea pig? We'll find out Tell next me month. next month. <laughs> yeah. Emma Murrant. Oh, my God. Emma <laughs> I lost my spot for a second. And Diga Van Dane. Come on! Error 800A03EA Microsoft JSKIP compilation error. Please contact Bob. They can make you read anything, you know. I know. I'm just glad they haven't made it horny yet. Erwin Lalagadek. Which, by saying that, now they're going to do it. A terrible curse you've cast. I've cursed myself. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Hell yeah. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Half Lord Gunderson, first of his name, board of fire, and Brutusum I should have just said his full name every time I gave up on that joke, even though it came from the fact that my brother played a character with that extremely long name, and he insisted on reading it the whole thing every time, and it was extremely annoying, and I was going to do that to you guys, but I didn't have the heart to go through with it. That's very your brother. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Hedron Master. <laughs> Him's penis broke three. Him's new pee pee. <laughs> se- she did say I would like her name. Is that a sequel to Him's penis broke two? <laughs> Electric all- boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, everyone's on this two or everyone's on this three shit. Okay, uh, Hunter Howland. What? Hunter Howland. You skipped one. Oh, I did. How do I make friend regards? Conduit of social faux pas. Just yell at them till they like you. That's what I do. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Grimon. Isaac, conduit of fish shark marketing. Evoli- nope. Evolution. Sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Some symbols. <laughs> yeah, just say symbols. Either <laughs> someone deliberately made something unpronounceable, or the PDF conversion ate it and spit it back out like gibberish. It looks like backwards kayak, but with a weird like I don't know, man. James Neely. I'm so sorry. If if you did that on purpose, I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Jamie, third strike. Everyone is on that three shit. <laughs> Janiac, conduit of queer and pleasant strangers on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh my god, Jasper giving you that ooh-ah-ah sensation. Hell yeah. I was trying to think of a Street Fighter joke for the Jamie third strike, and she just kept, she just bowled on ahead. You told me we have to make it faster. We do. Well, I can edit it out. Fine. J-, J. Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish Wizard, the Wizard of Jay. Jealous Goddess Cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey, but not that one. John Potts. I thought we were going to do that anymore. <laughs> so we're going to do it every time. I don't know. John Barnett. Jonathan Colton. Oh, fuck. Again. I <laughs> Half of these names make me say all oh, fuck before we start. Jonathan Colton and Justin Timberlake must re-record 1st of May at J- Joko 1st of May. Joseph Dombrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. Jew Man Jack, Zombie Jesus Hunter. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement? 
I don't know. I'm not going to ask any questions anymore. Just imagine a sad owl, but why? It's a sad owl and a sad otter. What's wrong with you, monsters? It's psychological warfare. Just a jester. Justin, Connor, they're trying once again to get my life together. I am right there with you, buddy. Jorgen, Indie Monster, Winwick Ford, Conduit of Name Butchering. I think I did pretty well this week. Month? Month? Fuck. Caster UK. Kate, Conduit of Recurring Regret. Oh, yeah. Ah, no, you love it. Kiefer Lowe. Keith, Conduit of Procrastination. Also a big bitch. Keladry. Keladry. Keladry? Conduit of Pretentious Transfem Chosen Names Itself. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Proud of you, Ken. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kinuku fan. Kitty Foe. Not Thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, conduit of good, good belly rubs. Aw. Christina, conduit of Bozok's time traveling back to fight Gorfanax itself. They do have powerful kicks. They do. Oh, it's my turn. Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle Schultz. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Levy the Goblin Dude. Let <laughs> me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Uh, is that the first horn one? It's not even that horn. <laughs> okay, that's the bar, folks. Oh my god, keep reading. Okay, Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Not, not because of that one, but Loki Loki <laughs> whispers into Seashell. <laughs> is Moose Snick? <laughs> the, the, the Moose Saga continues. If everyone in the whole credits asks what moose is, eventually we'll, by process of elimination, d- discover what animal. So this month we have Snick mm-hmm. and Guinea Pig. Does that work spoken? I realize in, in text everyone can recognize it's Snake, but... It's Snake. Okay. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. M. Joe. The Cult of Gorfanax. Master Rink thinks drinks are an... Oh, Jesus Christ, banana sauce. <laughs> Master Rink thinks drinks are in order. Matt Lackitz would like Mothman to remove his minions from my wardrobe. Is that where he keeps them? That's where they go in my house. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Ma- Moxie Firewalker, conduit of determination itself. Maximum side boob two, electric boogaloo. No, boobaloo. Yeah. Fuck. Boobaloo, you fool. <laughs> my mouth is so bad. Majin. Melbent. Melbent. <laughs> Guys, Lauren's having a normal one this month, and I cannot keep up with it. You can't keep up with my good brain energy. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tish. Pun to it bad jokes. Mel Tyke. Fine. <laughs> Michael Groman. Michael Hall. No, now it's a competition. Michael, Michael Minkler. Co- Jeff Goldblum voice. It's my birthday. Michael Minkler. Kind of Jeff Goldblum voice. Uh, I beat it's, you. It's my birthday. Uh, uh, it's my birthday. Midlife stasis. Miko from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Okay. We must have called him out last month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't mean to be like that. Morgan, Morgan Rap. Rap. Nope, Morgan Rap. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Steven Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Nanita and Niskins. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nina Person. <laughs> You're not a snake. I am. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Lauren. Ah! Okay. Nope. Let's try it one more time. Knock, knock. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Ah! Ah. I interrupted you. You did. Thank you. Notorious, unemployed, conduit of lugubrious itself. <laughs> 
Oil. I really like the next one. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Please do not put that anywhere. <laughs> Please don't put any knives near the ass. Yeah, I, not ideal. Some people are into it, honestly. Uh, no. Paye Rajberg. <laughs> Robjerg. Pixel Fool. Hmm? Pick, oh, I, I miss Paul Mullen. Man, I have bad eyes. Are we... Are we losing it? I mean, we are always losing it. Paul Mullen. Pixel Fool. Preston Bowers. Oh, god damn it. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, I told my parents I like a like to podcast when they said <laughs> off the top. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> Rain Raven. Mm-hmm. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Yes, please. Resumi Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker, make 2020 the year of the Bozog. Am I losing my voice? Are you? I did two big scream. I did a big Bozog scream. Are you alright, buddy? S. Kearney loves all them dragons. Salad Childs. They're so horny. Salu- what? Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work Sasha-based fan fiction. I really appreciate that. Sam Sam's- Van- Nope, Sam Zidanowitz. <laughs> Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of being cursed for the first time. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, I'm turning 29 and my son is turning two this month. Wish me, I'm assuming luck. With, just anything, really. Continued success and happiness and joy. Yeah, not, not bad stuff. Shocking link, yeeter of Ant-Man up Thanos' ass. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Slime King Mike, conduit of bad boys. Whoa powerful energy socialism is party cohesion plus soviet power S- fuck me <laughs> Sphin- <laughs> sphincter spankenstein <laughs> starlight glimmer did nothing wrong steven latour sydney marzing so <laughs> this hype for boyland three terra conduit of terra terrible puns that's so good the cast, the cast of dungeons, dungeons the gathering, gathering. The conduit of horny voice no hold on you have to do it in a horny voice the conduit of- no i can't yep you always said it you know you can i know i can't yeah you, I, we all heard it no i'm not gonna i'm gonna bass boost it i'm gonna make a nightcore remix if you don't do it the conduit of horny voice <laughs> the, ghost, the ghost of canadian prime minister lester b pearson <laughs> The Hassels. The Jade School of Ass-Based Fine <laughs> Dining Cuisine. All right, that's the horniest one so far. Uh, the murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. The Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. Oh, fuck. They're rising. The Precursor. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Theodora, conduit of yes, that's my actual legal name. That's dope. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Too tired for a joke name. Honestly, I've never felt anything so powerfully in my life. I'm so... Tortilla the cat. Conduit of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Don't put that on Tortilla. Tortilla is beyond such petty things as emotion. Toshiro Koru. Conduit being back on one's own bullshit. Big same. That's us for April. Trace Marzing. Transient passersby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? <laughs> we <don't... laughs> okay, Trevor. We don't know either, honestly. You could you could tell. Uh Shanus, Shred Points, Professor of Astrophysics. Vigor Arnston. Victoria Melito, the conduit of quietness itself. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Oh dude. Big mood. Vizzy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. When there are no gods left to kill, a dragon will do. God. The fans love you so much. 
I'm jealous. I feel like they love you too. Ziphosaurus. Zach Crenshaw. Z23619, conduit of ambiguous number sequences. Hmm. I see what you're up to. No, I don't. Zun and you. Thanks for playing. I won, for the record. Someone go in and tally how many names you read. I feel like I won because I uh, I nutted up and did the sexy voice, so. I'm just, sorry, I'm disco remix of the, you saying I nutted. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, please. Please turn that into a disco fucking song. <laughs> I nutted, I nutted, I nut. Join me. I, I, <laughs> who amongst us does not like to nut? Does not enjoy a good nut. <laughs> okay, I think we're done now, right? Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Oh, I thought we already said all that. My balls. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube your balls? <laughs> do not YouTube the phrase my balls. <laughs> Don't do the to her. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs>